0: We're getting a grocery commissioner. The government's setting one up to keep an eye on the supermarket industry. David Clark, the Commerce and Consumer Affairs Minister, is the man behind it. Afternoon, Minister.
1: Good afternoon, Heather.
0: So can I complain to the grocery commissioner?
1: Uh, you will be able to when they're in place. Um, I've made announcements today uh, about our intention to appoint a permanent commissioner who will be responsible to the sector and available to consumers uh, to make sure everyone's getting a fair deal in the sector in the future. Is it?
0: Is it just consumers, or is it also um, players in the supermarket sector who can complain about each other to the commissioner?
1: Correct. It's suppliers as well. Um, you know, historically there've been stories about the suppliers feeling squeezed. Uh, they've been unwilling to come forward sometimes because they have feared repercussions from the duopoly. Um, this makes sure there's a watchdog looking out for everybody's interests.
0: Is this any? I mean, couldn't couldn't they just complain to the Commerce Commission
1: before? They could before, yes. Yeah. But now there's a single person who's going to be responsible, and we've seen this model work really well in the telecommunications sector, where there is a commissioner who is responsible. Everybody knows who it is, and they're responsible for fair conduct in the sector. It, it makes accountabilities really clear, and uh, that that telecommunications commissioner, by all accounts, has had good traction yeah. in the sector as, no, as well. No, I mean I
0: can. Okay, that's fair enough. But. W- w- how is this going to change their fear of repercussions? I mean, if they were worried about getting repercussions for complaining to the ComCom, what's the same thing would be oh, true of complaining to the Grocery good. Commissioner.
1: Yeah, no, fair question. The, the Grocery Commissioner will have new powers, and uh, those are being written up now, but they, they will include things like the ability to find the sector, and it might yet be based on turnover, so that will keep the, the big folks in the sector pretty focused. Um, the ability to issue warnings, of course. The ability to approach the courts to get deals struck down if they think they're not fair, uh, and so on. Compulsory Can the Commerce Commission not do any of this range. stuff? They can do some of it, but they don't have the responsibility to proactively monitor. This, this commissioner is going to be expected to do an annual review of the sector, so there'll be a constant spotlight there, and there'll be a constant contact point.
0: What can I complain about as a consumer?
1: Um, look, if you think that prices are, are not fair and you've got uh, good evidence that that hasn't been the case, um, I expect they'll keep a, a broad uh, watch on how the sector is playing out, whether competition is improving over time. That's something that the Commerce Commission's made a number of recommendations about for changing the sector. You know, we've got rid of the land covenants to, to ban anti-competitive practices. Um, and uh, there's a whole lot more uh, little bit by bit changes coming. There's no silver bullet here, but there is a mix of things which uh, will improve the competition in the sector. And if if you're not seeing that, um, if you've got particular concerns about practices, you know, tricky pricing practices or other things, you'll be able to take that to the watchdog and ask for investigation.
0: Um, are you still talking about the fact that you might go to cabinet with options for forcing the the big supermarkets to sell some of their stores?
1: Uh, that is something I am. Uh, yep, I'm getting further advice on, I think we need... You're
0: not really going to do that, though, are
1: you? ...cost-benefit analysis on that. Look, there's an argument to be made either way. One is that, you know, actually we want our small players to expand, and they may do that naturally if we've got a more competitive sector. But there's another argument which says we've got a lot of retail floor space in New Zealand compared to other Western countries, and maybe actually a structural change is warranted. But we want to understand the costs and benefits of that. We don't want to do it if it's going to impose more costs on consumers. Uh, We want to do it if it's going to lead to a benefit for consumers.
0: That sounds to me like you're just floating this as an idea to make people think that there's a possibility you're not really going to do it.
1: Oh, look, I'm not in a position to make any announcements today on it either, but it is a piece of work that's progressing.
0: Right, so when do I see my supermarket bill come down then?
1: Um, Well, one of the interesting things with the market study that's been in place is that the supermarkets have already uh, put price freezes in place uh, on products. Some have had price rollbacks. Um, already, with that spotlight on them, they are making changes. It's but we temporary. want to make sure it's, it's temporary. exactly, and permanent change. And that's that's what we're looking at here. We're looking at making sure that the market structure uh, ensures that those prices uh, stay lower and um, that the consumer gets a fair deal of the checkout.
0: And when when do you think that's going to happen?
1: Well, it, it's happening st- step by step. As I say, you're already seeing the response from the supermarkets from having the spotlight on them. Uh, we want that to be a permanent feature.
0: Brilliant stuff. Uh, Thanks so much, David Clark, Commerce and Consumer Affairs Minister.